1: That's stamps.com. Code program.
2: The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. There is a feature in the Echo on Wednesday that I like to read. It's called Women on Wednesday. It's always been very interesting women. Uh, they find a long list of interesting women, and they write about one every week. But in particular, they've been looking in their series of late on the women of the islands, women that live on our offshore Islands. And this is a particularly fascinating one that was in the paper uh, this week because I remember the story back in 1992, the 22nd of October, it'll be the anniversary, at the end of next week, there was a tragedy at, on Bear Island where a couple, Anne and Donal, were on their way back to the island and their little boat sank. And they and they died, and they left a family of ten children behind them, including nineteen-year-old uh, Anne Marie. Who and Anne Marie was only in reading the article that I realised that you were expecting your first baby at the time. But I remember clearly the tragic story of of your of your mum and dad Anne and Donald. So uh, even though it's a long time ago now, my sincere condolences. On your loss Anne-Marie. Good morning to you.
3: Good morning, good morning PJ. Thank you very much. Yeah I suppose it never goes away from you though does it? Even though it's 31 years this year, it uh, never leaves your side. Um, But I I, I think one thing about the 10 of us is we had a good start as in um, what mom and dad had left with us before they went. We were able to keep going and give the younger ones the same as what we had got to our age as, so I think in that regards, we had a good start down to them, of course.
2: Yeah. They were so young themselves, only 49 and 50.
3: They were, yeah. 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 Dad had only turned 50 in June and Mom had turned 49 in, in July. So, uh, it was kind of strange. I turned 50 this year, but when I turned 49, you know, it makes you kind of think for some people, Mm-hmm. It comes to the end, and you know, we all want to get to a good age, but um, sometimes it puts, puts it into perspective um, when you're the age that somebody was when something happened. Right. Um, and it's something I suppose we sometimes don't think about. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, yeah. What do you yeah,
2: want I to remember of that day? You were 19 at the moment, at the time, expecting your first baby very close to your I mom, guess. I think, in particular.
3: Yeah. And I, I suppose because I was at home, um, and I was pregnant and the kids would be at school or the older ones were out working. Um, I would have spent a lot more time with mom in those couple of months, which is great. And dad, um, and actually that day I was supposed to go to Cork with her to do a bit of baby shopping. And, um, she called me in the morning, but I was just too tired and I suppose a bit lazy. Um, which sometimes, you know, I kind of think about. What well, would 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 it have changed things or yeah. that? But um, there's no point in dwelling on on things like that either. How far um, along
2: were you at the time?
3: Um. So he was born on the sixth of December. So I was about eight months. Yeah. Um. And I was like an elephant. I remember being told that August was. I was looked like somebody that I have that was having twins. So, uh, um, I wasn't. Do you know, I was very awkward, I suppose. But that day, Dad was putting in a, a new stove in the kitchen. Um, Mom had gone to Cork in the morning to have a cast removed from her arm. And I was going through a bag of baby clothes that I was given. And there was one particular, it was little green and white outfit. And I just pointed out to dad isn't that really cute and he just looked and he said ah maybe that's something you should have thought about a few months ago so do you know like there's memories like this that you'd have that on any other day would just pass you by but something like that then would stay with you just uh, the offhanded comments but yet making light of it do you know what I mean so um yeah so I was at home um, Katrin and Donald were both working in the co-op at the time. Katrin was the, the eldest of us and she was, if I was 19, 20, 20, I have to count. <laughs> so she would have been 24, um, cause we were the first of us are all in line. The first five, it's, it's every year. Um, so they were working in the co-op and the bus would have arrived in town around eight yeah. and so dad left what he was doing and went out to meet mom. And I had a fire blazing. The younger kids were gone to bed. Catherine and Donald came home and they were kind of surprised that the boat wasn't on the parent town where they left.
2: It was your own little boat. The, was their parents, your parents' own little boat, wasn't it, that they used to go back and forth?
3: Had, like it wasn't a punt, it was a bit bigger and it had an inboard engine and a and a cabin. And like dad would have been well used to it. And, you know, he'd go out, he'd do that like in his sleep. Um yeah but just this day I suppose it just I don't know I think because it was October and it was spring tides so the tides would have been that little bit lower than they might be on a regular day mm-hmm. and um, the rock just caught them but it was a rock that had there's a lot of boats that had sat on it a few times and um, you'd have a few men saying that they had to sit there in embarrassment waiting for the tide to come in and um, they had been on to try to get a light put there and obviously, then, after mom and dad lost their lives, there there was a there's a light on it now. So um, I suppose it guides the way for everybody else. Mm. Um, but it's just a shame that it wasn't put there sooner. Um, but that's you know that's the way it goes. I
2: know. And and at what stage did you the alarm raise? Um, did you realise something's badly wrong here?
3: So it was when Catherine and omar came home and um. Dad's boat wasn't on the pier in town, and when they came in, it wasn't on the island. And Dad's car was still parked where he he needed to start it on the run, actually. So it was up a bit, and um, they came home. And so Catch made a few phone calls to see in the mainland if anybody had seen them, and then she rang Colum, who's our ferryman, and he went out and, as I had said, it wasn't on the East Pier, but he went west to the West Pier and he didn't see it there either. So, it was kind of, there was obviously something was amiss and so he kind of drove around for a while on the boat but when he was coming in then, he saw um a rope on the water and I think that's then when the the, the Coast Guard and all that was called and um they were found then. So, my brothers and um, Catherine's husband, um, they went down searching the shorelines and it was actually they themselves that, that found mom and dad. I think that the coat that mom was wearing had, it kind of had ballooned with the air yes. and, um, I think then that's, you know, they, they found both of them and they we were both fairly close. And as I said in the article, it's, there's a strip of land, it'd be our farm, going from the house down and they were found down there. So it's pretty ironic that they were found, but we were very lucky that it was so close. But it was very poignant then, like I was at home. Obviously, I wasn't, uh, I was molly coddled. I wasn't allowed to go anywhere. Um, and Catherine and Mary. Mary came down. She was married at the time. So she came over and, um, you know, you were watching the helicopter going around and then it stops. And so we kind of knew then. And it was Captain's husband came up then to, to say they were gone. So I, you know, sometimes you kind of think, right, well, this isn't going to end good. But at the same time, you don't expect something like that. And one of the things that I remember then when we got the news, I was on the phone to um, my dad's brother in Dublin Mm. Jimmy Jack as he was known around here and there was our neighbours actually coming in the door so obviously it had filtered around that quick and there was people actually walking in as I was talking to my aunt in Dublin Um, and I suppose it's like nowadays you hear the helicopter and you kind of wonder and maybe that time when it was so close, like anybody living on that side of the island or even on the north side of the island anyway would have seen it and probably would have realized where it was um mm. and I suppose then it was well, I suppose the news just went around um and and that was the that was the start the beginning of it, I think, yeah. Yeah. but as I said, we were lucky like that we had a good start and do you know where we were the way we are today because of them. Even though the young ones were like Ema was the youngest now, and she was only eight, mm-hmm. and like they went up, she was eight. Derek was ten. Uh, Lorraine was eleven or twelve, and it just do you know we went up in line.
2: You were like steps of so stairs, as they'd say.
3: We we were really yeah like the first five of us were between December '69 and Donal's April. Seventy four. So the first five of us, and then she had a, a bit of a break, and then the other five came, um, came after. Yeah. So. Tell me about.
2: Tell me about mum and dad. They, they were both Harringtons. He was an islander, and she was Hawaii
3: She wasn't actually no. Um, oh. mum was from Alihis. I, sorry. I could get in. I could get in trouble for that. Uh, she was you from the could, Western Parish That's and it's, like <laughs> saying <laughs> a Liverpool <laughs>
2: Manchester. Yeah. That's, that's
3: <laughs> yeah. No, she was a Harrington from Alihees. Right, and funny enough, her, her mother was a Harrington who married a Harrington as well. Do you so know what? It's, it's either
2: Harrington it's or Murphy it's down it's Harrington, <laughs> Murphy or O'Sullivan down that part of the world.
3: <laughs> You're the second person actually that said that to me today. <laughs> Especially about the Harrington and Murphys. Oh, well, you um, see, I used to,
2: I used, whenever I was working in Castle which I used to be from time to time, I used to stay in Titches. So that's where you the, the oh, yes, yes. used to get the whole history from down there. But tell me about them. Yeah. Tell me about them. That was a native islander.
3: Yeah, my um, dad was born and reared. Um, he was one of five brothers, um, or five boys. And, um, mom was 26 actually when they got married. And she was 26 when she had captions. So I suppose back then it was, uh, they were older than a lot of couples would have been. So mm-hmm. she did well to have 10 children after the age of 26. I had my second at 26. Um, but, you know, mom was, oh, how would you explain? Mom, was, she was a working woman, but she was never happier than when she was doing something for her children yeah. or doing something in the farm, milking the cows. Um, And then dad would be out trying to make the money to support the 10 children. You know, he did a bit of fishing. He used to scallop with his boat. He had the dredge on it and do a bit of salmon fishing back in the day when it was loud. And, and then he'd do stints with the DOD. Um, when they needed extra help with Department maintenance defense, or whatever, because, yeah. yeah, 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 they, they used to be camps would come down here every summer. So obviously there was a lot of maintenance work. Um, and then obviously then he had the farm and there would always be something done. Mm. Um, how, how did they but meet? if mom, they mess um, they met in the mainland at a dance as far as I know. Do you know when you're young you kinda of don't think of the importance of some of these stories. <laughs> and um I like I'm presuming that, that's the way everybody would have met back then, and um, would have been at a dance. And, um, she, she liked, she was, I suppose, I know I'd be very biased, but they were both very good looking people. Yeah. Um, when you see photographs of them when they were young, before they got married. Yeah. And so, yeah, mama's from Ali, He's but actually the morning of the wedding, um, mom's brother was driving her to the church and the car broke down and so she was like she was very late for the wedding but he stayed but he did say to when my sister got married Mary in 91 um he had her to the church nearly a quarter of an hour before because he said there was no daughter of his was going to keep a a man waiting at the altar because <laughs> I think he had a, he had a, a long time waiting for mom to arrive so uh do you know, he, he made fun into things like that. It you know, he he'd bring things into like stories we'd be telling and you know, you'd be looking at photographs and seeing what a character he was and we were known as we well, he would be known as Donald Jack. Um so we we're all still known as the Jacks, even with our married names, we're still I'm still. Everybody has a Jack.
2: second name down, down yeah. there, don't yeah, yeah. They? yeah, to tell yeah, yeah that's that's yeah. because all, I remember Titch telling me this. This was all about the all the different O'Sullivan's Harrington's and Murphy's, they were known as the, the Jocks or the the jacks or the mix uh, yeah. to tell them all apart? Like just, just.
3: yeah. <laughs> and I know for t- a lot of people, Harrington, Harrington is a strange name here, but to us, it's it's not. You know, uh, I suppose that you have that everywhere.
2: Yeah, you have. Now, island life. You, you were never t- tempted to leave. Lots of what young people did.
3: <laughs> well, I. I suppose I was. I did. Um, I did a year in the CIT. Yeah. Um, so I did my leave research in June of nineteen ninety, and I did a year in CIT, and I was in Bantry um for a while, and then um when I found out I was pregnant with Keane um I came back home, and then when Keen was about three, I thought, you know, maybe, maybe I need to see what's out there. So we went to Cork, um, and as I said, he was only three, but he hated it, and any time I came home, he'd still be screaming in glingarf. To go back home as in back here so i thought i can't be doing this and i gave in and i came home and i've been here ever since and you know i'm glad uh, but i do think you need to leave the island to know whether it's where you want to be it's it's like somebody visiting they think oh this is wonderful you know they come in the summer and they think it's great and there's people around and there's things happening but i think you need to live a winter or you need to experience a winter. Say
2: it is bleak enough to, now no. in the middle of the winter, is it? It anyway? can
3: be, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, well, it can be. Now we're very lucky. Um, our boat, our ferries are very good, and we're closer to the mainland than a lot of islands. Yeah. and a lot of people would have their own boats. Now it still comes with hazards. Um, in this day, like we're trying to get a pontoon on the island, I'd say we could be one of the few islands around the place that doesn't have a pontoon for the small boats. Mm-hmm. So even my husband bought a boat last year. She's, I think, did he say 22 or 25 foot. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm going, if I'm going on to her, then it's a matter of clobbering over a few other boats. And I know the smaller punts that'll be up higher, they have to go down a ladder at low tide and try to clamber on. So like, we still have struggles, yeah. Um, and you'd like to see something done about that before you have an accident. Going back to, oh. you know, people sitting on the rock that mom and dad were on, and then they put up a light after. Yeah. you know, what's, what's, the, um,
2: what's the population now, Anne Marie? So
3: it? the population is going down. It's probably around one hundred and seventy-five, one hundred and eighty now. Right. Um, now there is there is a few extra in the national school this year. Um, I. Couldn't tell you now how many exactly, but oh, yeah. um, it's it's great to see. Like there was four started in junior infants this year, which is great, and there was two girls left national school for secondary. One went to Bear Community School, and that's um, Emily Murphy. And then uh, Lena McCarthy went to. She's gone to boarding school in Dingle to the Gaeltacht. Um, so the numbers are kind of you know they're they're having around. Yeah. But it's nice living in somewhere small like this because um, like somebody of a young age could have a conversation with somebody of an older age. And this is one thing I said to Ashling, you know, if you go to the bar and there's nobody your age, then at least there's somebody there that you can talk to because you know each other from a small age, you know, when you're growing up. um, And you, you have to be like that because it's not easy. The nightlife obviously on the island is... Like, it's great and we're lucky. We have two, um, two bars and we're really lucky and right. there's things to do. But for the younger crowd, like, like when we were younger we get to go to the mainland and go to the Wheel Inn to Discos or the Bear Bay. Oh, and we God, could go nearly every Saturday the wheel
2: night. Yeah. I remember the, the wheel. Wheel. <laughs> I played the Wheel yeah. in, for goodness sake. I did So oh,
3: well there you go. <laughs> I was probably there listening to it. Could well have been. <laughs> yeah. and, the ba- and the bear we bay. Had a... and the And San,
2: San, yeah, San and the Bernardino bear bay. played every last wedding was ever held in the bear. Yeah.
3: Bay. <laughs> God oh, my. oh, my God, yeah. You know, it's great to think back to when you're young. We had a Bear Island corner. I don't know if that's something you would remember, but the, there was a corner in the willin It would have been the furthest corner away. Once you come in the door down at the the far end, but opposite where to where you would have been playing. There was a and gang there, all the Bear was Islanders.
1: Islanders,
3: yeah. All always Islanders, yeah. And <laughs> shame, I remember yeah. talking to somebody. One day she married an Islander, and she said, the, the day that she was um, asked into that corner, she found it very nervous because anybody, like, there was sit- people sitting there and Boris Islanders walking, they just left. It was like, it was, yeah. I don't know why it was very funny. It was like it was yeah. known. I, yeah, and I, I did, yeah. I
2: did the Bear Bay, we used to play in the Bear Bay a lot as well. Jim Koski was, yeah. was the fellow who ran the place up there. There was always a gang of Islanders in one of them corners too. You, you yeah. came on and you kind of hung around together.
3: We did, yeah, I suppose we came together, and when it came to the Wheel Inn, like we'd be landed at the pontoon, and we'd have to walk then from there, so we kind of always just stayed together mm-hmm. um now it doesn't that's not the case anymore now if they whenever like it's not often that they get to town now, which is a shame, yeah. um it's just because the numbers aren't there, and you know there was it would have been a huge I remember one bank holiday Monday, there must have been around sixty five or seventy on the ferry, because like, obviously you'd have visitors as well. um. But we always did. We always stayed together, um, which was good in its own way. But then at the same time, you should mix. And that's what happens now. Now, I think if there was a boat town and a lot, some of us older ones went, I think we probably would still stay together, whereas the, the younger generation will go off and they'll meet their own friends and and that um which they need to do yeah well,
2: you do a bit but, um, of broadcasting yeah, bit- i'm told
3: me i too. it's very strange to be on this side because normally I'm, I'm the one asking questions um and i will say um if i hadn't started on bear island community radio i probably wouldn't be on the phone to you now because um i would have been so nervous so it has done um, something amazing for me. So, Bear Island, um, community radio airs every Sunday and, um, mass goes out. It's broadcast live at 10 o'clock. And then after that, there's what's called Bear Island Discs. So, somebody just plays, um, so many songs for the you know just between the end of mass and the start of the show and so then the program is called Bearer and Beyond is from 11 to 1 and we'd have pre-records and we'd have live interviews and you know you try to get as much like not just the island but around Mm Bearer and it's great because I know it connects with people that are living away yeah um like there's people living now or that that live in America and Australia and whoever else that can tune in because it goes out online. It's on FM, but it's only FM like around Beira. Yeah. I think yeah, I got yeah. it actually just at the top of the Coisson one day, but it's it's more local. So <laughs> I know yeah, the reference. Like, top, of the, it. top
2: of the cousin's like picking up in County Claire, you know <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, yeah. It's so but lovely. I
3: remember
2: go on, go on, keep going.
3: I remember when I started on it, like I had butterflies in my stomach. And I was like, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? But um, it's brought me to this now because there's no way I would have been able to to speak before this. So I must thank Bear Island Community Radio for that.
2: Well, I'm absolutely delighted to speak with you, Anne Marie. I am. Um, thank you very
3: much, PJ. It was lovely. Lovely yeah.
2: chat. And do you know what? I, it, I, I'm sure my island hopping is done now with winter coming, but I know that next summer <laughs> I'll get over because I want to see that studio and I want to meet. I, wa- I had the last time I was on the island was for a sad occasion of a funeral, so I don't want to... Go, I want to go back there at a happy time and have a party oh, yeah. and meet yeah. people. So I will see you yeah. sometime in... When, when, probably in the springtime.
3: Do. Very good. Um, you can hold on to my number, give me a shout when you're coming down and you'll be welcomed All by right. the whole
2: island. Anne-Marie, take care of yourself. Thank you very much. Oh, my goodness me. Anne-Marie Harrington, one of ten kids, um, whose parents perished in an accident in 1992. And I remember... Covering it in the newsroom, um, we—it was a, as you can imagine, back in 1992, October 1992. It was a huge, huge story for our then very young newsroom. I think just myself and and Barry and was John Murray still there? Can't remember. Oh my goodness, lovely to talk to her um, and beautiful people over on Bear Island and the lovely part of of West Cork. Corks 96 FM.